is The Issue Window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. Good morning. Welcome to the issue window. We are back today with Matt Oliver from Detroit Country Day. Uh, it was such a pleasure having him the first time that we had to have him back. Welcome back, Matt. Good morning. Thank you for having me back. It's an honor. We wanted to definitely touch on today. We didn't get to it in our first episode about like kind of daily routine and you know, on like a high school level, what that's kind of like. And do you end up doing laundry for like some of your students or are the parents kind of responsible for that and kind of what you do on a daily basis there? Yeah, absolutely. I try and run my equipment room the same way it would be run at a collegiate level. So that being said, laundry is the bulk of the day during the day before practices and whatnot. Um, uh, being at the high school level, all practices go on after school. Before basically the three o'clock hour, I do the previous day's laundry. I will offer daily laundry to all teams in season, so fall, winter, and spring. Every we, we have a unique situation in that our locker rooms are divided up into individual team rooms, so each individual team has their own locker room. Men's soccer has their own uh, locker room. Men's football has their own locker room. Uh, women's volleyball has their own locker room and so on. And so each one of those teams is all those players are issued a laundry loop um, with their number on it. And what goes on their loop gets washed. Obviously we have a tutorial at the beginning of the year to kind of talk about how laundry loops are. Cause <laughs> the majority of high school kids have no idea what a laundry loop is. And any equipment manager can attest to this. The product that you get back sometimes in terms of how kids use a laundry loop is just mind-blowing. It's fascinating. I, I, I put it on my loop map, but it's not here. What happened to it? You know, I have a sign right yep. right next to my window that says if it was on your loop, it would be on your loop. When they come back to me, I just point right at that sign, and they just kind of walk away. And I'm like, well, what do you want from me? <laughs> Don't we all? But, uh, yeah, right? I'm preaching to the choir, but uh, no. So every team has uh, has daily laundry available to them if they choose to do so. There are some kids who just, you know, they either for whatever reason don't do their laundry, which is gross, but you know, that's their MO. That's fine. Or there's, I think, I honestly think we have a very eclectic student body um, with a lot of different nationalities and whatnot. And so I think honestly, sometimes it might just be a cultural thing or, you know, not where they just, they, they feel awkward possibly about having me do it. And so I, you know, that, that's fine. I, I, I'm not going to force anybody to do it. It's there or whatnot. I do try and tell parents, listen, I am here to do the laundry. So if you don't want to do it and your child brings laundry home to you, send it back with them and I will do it. That's, well, that, that's my job. I've got no problem doing it. And so daily laundry is done. Unfortunately, I don't have a large uh, laundry room with multiple washers and dryers. We have one large commercial washer, one large commercial dryer, and then a smaller kind of a hybrid set that I'm able to do laundry with and I get as much done as I can. The primary ones that really hit it heavy are the big time sports like um, sure. football, hockey, basketball, baseball, mm -hmm. more so on the men's side than the women's side. I do have a fairly good participation of regular laundry from from the girls, but I think it's just you know, they're, they 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 kind of got to get used to it a little bit more and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, I've got a drop I've got a drop window. They'll 
all they have to do, I tell them, I said, your job is easy. Put your laundry on your loop, drop it off, and that's it. Because when laundry is done, uh, I uh, take it in the cart, I'll wheel it back into the locker room, and then I'll hang it back up in their locker according to their number and whatnot. So it's, it's a very, very easy process It's as long as they can follow simple instructions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So simple, isn't it? For all the cliche guys like listening, you know, and Albie too, I mean, maybe you could like learn from Matt and maybe you should do a laundry loop like clinic at the start of like every season. Maybe that would help you guys out. It's not so much, well, <laughs> I won't say, I have more problem with, you know, I put it on my loop and it's not there, which we all have that problem. You know, usually when we have the freshmen come in and anymore, it's so different anymore because the freshmen are there all summer now so you know we don't have to fit them in a day or two like we used to back you know 10 12 15 years ago now we you know my home my kids are there the kid the, the front incoming freshmen are there and and as they come in and we fit them we take them through a a, a laundry loop tutorial individually one-on-one so we we do that but who sometimes it's still pretty amazing what you see on those loops and how and how they, it takes, sometimes takes them a while to adjust. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised that you do that. Well, that's, that's great. It doesn't help though. So <laughs> eventually they figure it out. Cause they keep losing things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's all, it's always because, you know, we take it off the loop. You know, why'd you take that off my loop? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have one of the pair of your red shorts. Cause I just can't live without them. Or, you know, it's just. Yeah, and I, I, I can't spek for the college kids, but I've used that sarcasm or so-called reverse psychology with kids when they've complained about it and they just still don't quite pick up on it. Like I'll, I'll use that exact same example like, yeah, you know, I absolutely wanted these disgusting underwear. So I oh, took them off absolutely. and kept them for myself. And they just kind of look at me like, why would you do that? And it's like, no, you're, you're not understanding my sarcasm. I did <laughs> just, whatever. Just 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 walk away. Yeah. Go find go find what you lost. Go check your locker. Well, and, and that's, that's usually what it is, especially on game day. If someone comes to me and says, Matt, I don't have socks or, you know, I, I have this. I always say, well, did you look in your locker? Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> did you look in somebody else's locker? Did you look everywhere? Yeah. And so one of two things will happen. Either I say, go look again and come back if you still can't find it. And they never come back because lo and behold, right. they found it. Or right. I have gone in before and I've gone straight to their locker and I found it in a matter of seconds. Oh, yeah. Yep. Done them both, too. And, you know, here's another one that's always a great one, too. It's like, my laundry's not my, my locker. It's like, did you put it on your loop? Yep. We'll check and see if maybe one of my students put it in the wrong, wrong slot or whatever. And then it's like, well, I put it on my neighbor's loop because I couldn't find my loop. And it's like, oh, you expected us to know that you put it on your neighbor's loop. Let's go check his. And it's like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know why. I guess I guess I should have figured out that he put it on his neighbor's loop because he couldn't find his loop, and therefore I should have put it back in his locker. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds, all kinds. <laughs> kind of to get a different train of thought here. I was thinking about the fact that you handle students. Did you say from the like the junior high level all the way through high school? Yeah, we've got uh, six through twelve in our building, and I am the equipment manager for that. As far as daily operation daily laundry and real involvement it's typically nine through 12 um because at the middle school level uh they're issued a uniform for the competitive season and then it comes back to me 
at the end of the season. So my, my involvement with them is minor, but I still do have to take care of their equipment. I gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think that you can, you build maybe a stronger relationship with them since they have at least seen your face for six years instead of the, the four on like the collegiate level? I definitely do get more used to seeing them around. Now, granted, I've only been, I'm just finishing up my four years at Country Day right now. So, like this year's senior class has kind of felt like my senior class. So, much like in college, you see them for that four years. But I have had kids who, uh, you know, maybe they were seventh grade or eighth grade when I started, that they've come up and now they're into high school and they're easier to work with in terms of the laundry and this and that and what I'm asking them to do because they're used to seeing me more and whatnot. And so I would anticipate that, yeah, you, the more time you spend with them, the more they definitely get used to you and what you expect and, you know, what's going to make your job easier uh, as far mm-hmm. as uh, daily operations go. So. Mm-hmm. Albie, how long do you have with like your kids? Is it just four or can you have them for a fifth year? I can have them for a fifth year. I can have them anywhere from one to five years. You know, we have graduate transfers that are there for a year, and then we have fifth, fifth year, fifth year kids. You know, sometimes we have six year kids. You know, they get you know every now and then you get a rare kid that got granted a sixth year. We had one a couple years ago, and actually I wasn't there for his first couple years, but I still got. I still think I had. I think I had four years with him, even though he was there for six. You know, so it, it, yeah, anywhere between one and six. Typically four and five, but, you know, one, one between one and six. What are the circumstances for a five or six-year kid? Is there is there certain rules for how long they can actually play? Well, you can only play four years. Um, and, well, it, football just changed that where they could actually play four games in the season and still retain their red shirt. And last year was the first year for that. So, I mean... But typically, you could you had four years, you had five years to play four. So you know, the one year they'd be there, they'd redshirt and they would practice all the time, but they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't play. So you'd get the fifth year for them. And uh, six, typically, if it's six year, it's it's a medical problem where they have already had used their redshirt year and burned through that, and but they've only played three years, and so they get a, they get a. Um, Season-ended in- injury early in the year, within the first twenty percent of the games or something like that. And so they're granted, sometimes granted uh, another year by the NCAA. So the six-year, the six-year is a rare unicorn, but you can have them every now and then. <laughs> a rare unicorn. Uh, like obviously, with a high school, I've only got four years. But unlike at college, where one athlete's going to play, you know, maybe football for the four years that they're there. Being in high school, we have a lot of multi-sport athletes. So I have sure. several athletes who play a fall sport, a winter sport, and a spring sport consistently sure. for four years. I have seniors seniors who just finished up right now. Well, not the way they wanted to, obviously, they, but <laughs> that's what that, that that's what they that's what they were doing. So it's almost like I have them for that much longer because uh, I I get them all year long. It's just you know they may be a football player in the fall and then a track guy in the spring or something like that. But the point is that I still am seeing them on a regular basis and they're involved, they're interacting with me or whatnot. So you definitely, you definitely form uh, some tight bonds with a lot of kids. Right. And absolutely. With with them playing multiple sports in high school, it's a great thing that they do that, you know, it's, you do deal with them all year round, you know, and, and, but people will tell you that, you know, the same token, there's, 
anymore collegiate, there's really there's really less and less off season, and so we see we see especially football we see them year round. I mean, our our graduation was supposed to be in a couple of weeks, and our football players would be gone until the about last week of May. Then they'd come back for summer workouts, and they'd be there, you know, all summer. So you deal with them then, and then camp starts in July, August, and start, you know, then the season gets involved, and you wind up November, December, you get a few weeks off, and they're back at it in January. So, yeah, you do, yeah, any, any more in, in college ranks, we do see a lot, and especially when you get kids that are, that become your friends in the equipment room and come in and, you know, they're sitting there and talk. You know, and I'm sure you have that too, Matt, where some kids will will be more friendly and more outgoing and, and come in and sit and chat with you about, about anything in the equipment room. And, and, and uh, you know, we get that our fair share of kids that like to hang out there and talk and things like that. More so, you know, some athletes more than others, but you still got those ones that like to spend time with you in the equipment room and just, you know, talk about life. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, I've got... Yeah, I mean, I don't know an exact number, so we'll just say a handful of kids who, you know, um, they'll come to me and, you know, I've, I've got two young kids now and, Matt, how are you? How are your kids? Um, you know, what's going on? What's your, you know, what'd you do this weekend? You become more than just the person behind the window giving them their socks, so to speak. Right, right. And, and, and that makes it uh, really nice and you start to form a great relationship with those individuals. And, you know, I, I've been accused of, oh, well, these people are your favorite. No, they're not my favorite. I like you guys all equally. It just seems that way because they're hanging around me more. That's their choice. I welcome anybody into my equipment room. Come sit down. Talk to me about life. How's it going? I'm going to give you the same amount of treatment as whatever. So if it seems that way, I'm sorry. It's just that's them as a person, and that's the relationship that we have. You've only been there in Detroit for four years now, Matt, but... uh... Would you say probably, you know, your career highlight so far, would it be like going to South Dakota State and uh, interviewing there and, you know, seeing their facilities and everything? Or do you particularly have like a highlight story that sticks with you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously I don't have the uh, ability to say, uh, you know, I've played, we've gotten to go see some of these great venues like, you know, the college level or we played for a national championship or you know at the professional level, we played for a Super Bowl it's, it's more or less limited in uh, what I've had exposure to but for me just in general I can tell you it's it's very very thrilling and exciting I would say career you know career highlight for me was our hockey team for example the last two seasons uh, we won back-to-back state championship titles and that games those games are played at USA Arena in Plymouth, Michigan, where, you know, you see Team USA play and all these, the, the, the venue is great and the facilities are wonderful and, you know, just the crowd and the um, state championship game, you know, it may not be to the same caliber of like the Super Bowl or whatnot, but it doesn't mean it's not a great thing. Those kids worked hard all season long and some like hockey, when you have 30 some games during a regular season and, you know, you, you sharpen their skates and you do their laundry and you're there every single practice and every single game and it's a grind. And so to be there, you know, the first time we, in 2018 when we won it, it was just, it was, it was surreal. It was, I wasn't even playing and it was unbelievable for me. And then we turn around and go in 2019 and we went back to back. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it's so cool to know that uh, they were the ones that got it, that, 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 you know, won it. And they're the ones that 
put in the work and got it there. But as an equipment manager, you still had, you were, you were still a part of it. You know, you know, I, I have to have sharp skates in order to skate, uh, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. And unfortunately due to this, uh, you know, Corona shutting down post the, the season for everything, the timing was really unfortunate because we were about, we were a day away. We, when we found out that everything was canceled and going to be shut down, it was a Thursday. Our semifinal game was that Friday, that next day with the championship being on Saturday. And we were on track to win a third straight title. Now it would have been, it would have been a very tough uh, road to get there. We would have had to play two tough games, but we definitely had the ability to do it. And these seniors specifically uh, were the, are the first true uh, four-year class that I had dealt with. And so that stung. I mean, everybody, everybody in athletics is feeling that. All seniors are feeling that sting. But just mm-hmm. to know that we were that close. I mean, one day, one day, let us play. You know, I mean, we were two days away from a, a, whole, a whole season yeah. being completed with a third straight title. That was such a you know, just a shot to the heart that was just very, very tough. Um, but, uh, you know, again, everybody's feeling that and that's, that's, it, it, it's very unfortunate that it had to, it had to come to that, but it didn't, uh, it doesn't take away, it definitely doesn't take away from what you accomplished prior to that. And so right. as far as career highlights for me, you know, that's, that to date has been probably the coolest thing I have been a part of. That does sting when you're, you're 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 that close. You can taste it, and you can't get it. You know, we had a, we had a local high school team here, girls basketball. They made it to the final four. They was actually in, in the regional finals. They played without any fans in the stands, and then the semifinals of the state down in Columbus. They were on the floor for warmups, and they pulled them off the floor with twelve minutes to go in the warmup session. And they canceled the rest of the season. Wow. So I mean, yeah, it's it's tough, but but you're right though. I mean, yeah, the kids get the kids do the work and kids do the glory, but it's good to know that you're part of that. You know, you're you're a small part of that, and you know, for all the championships I've won, you know, yeah, I don't do a thing on the field, but it, you you definitely feel a small part of it, and that you know, you're just another piece in the puzzle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you used to, Albie. I think equipment's got safer and various things. You know, you don't have to adjust helmets like you used to and various things. I think that's a testament to you, the equipment coming a long way that it doesn't necessarily, like, break down and need, need adjusted, like, mid-game like it used to. Yeah, it's definitely got it's got easier. And it's more resource could be having to be put into it, too. So that helps matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, Matt, we've reached my favorite part of the show, and that's, you know, I'm pretty obsessed with equipment manager nicknames, kind of over the top, so just just a minor, minor obsession. Do you have a kind of a nickname that you go by, or have you not adopted one yet? You know, I would say my nicknames uh, could be classified as situational. <laughs> and uh, that's because I have a barrage of nicknames depending on the situation and who I'm with. Um, so uh, typically nine times out of 10, I, I'm known as Matt around the school. Um, so there's no real 
obviously no nickname to that. Uh, it's just you know the shortened version of Matthew. Um, uh, a lot of times, because we are in a high school setting and these kids are used to addressing their teachers and their coaches by Mr. or Mrs., I get Mr. Oliver. But then again, depending on the team that I'm with, the hockey team, I'll call me Matty Ice. <laughs> it just kind of stuck. You know, it's fine. I, I go with it. Uh, I have a handful of teams who will say Mo or Mighty Mo. <laughs> so you kind of just get used to responding to just about anything. I tell kids I don't have a, a, a real preference, whatever feels good you know i've had seniors who they've known me for four years and i've uh it, actually he just graduated what was it last year he, he always called me coach matt so i know why i he swears that once upon a time i introduced myself as coach matt and so even after all the time spent with him he always referred to me as coach matt yeah, kids are funny and you know i i i'm i'm like to think i'm pretty easy going just kind of go with whatever so <laughs> oh Oh, so the the draft was just on TV. I don't know if you guys watched it. I did. Do you? Did you have any uh, particular like you know upsets that you thought was you know special? Nope, I didn't. <laughs> didn't watch it. Alby surprisingly <laughs> does not watch as much like sports on TV as you would you would think that he should. <laughs> you know, I um, I only saw kind of just what. Uh various organizations that put out on Twitter. I have not watched much of the draft. I don't uh, get too heavily involved in it. Oh, it's brutal to watch. Oh. Yeah, well, and especially this year, I, you know, I, I can just imagine, because from what I can tell, it, it was just various shots of people at home, you know, and, let's yeah. go to this person sitting, sitting on their couch. Let's go to this person. So, I mean, it was just, it was oh. a very different format per se. So I, I guess I can't say there are any real upsets or anything that I'm aware of. I definitely think Tampa Bay's seems to be putting themselves in a pretty good position for the season based on uh, trades and accusations from, or uh, what, who they acquired from the, from the draft and whatnot, but you, know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. Well, from somebody that like watches it, that knows absolutely nothing, I actually thought it was almost, I thought round one was almost more entertaining this year. I think having the athletes like at home in their normal everyday like clothes and these like impromptu interviews that they did was really, it was just more relatable than, you know, how it normally is and their little holding cell back room. And I just, I just thought it was interesting and relatable and stuff. I mean, I'm sure they won't keep doing it, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. You know, the only thing I'm, sports that we're watching tomorrow night, the Pens start the 2017 Cup run. Here we go. You know, so they were playing the replays of the Pens 2017 Cup against Asheville, so that starts tomorrow night. So that's the only sports I'm going to be watching. I've watched 2009 and 2016, so now they're starting 17. Might as well. I'll never understand rerun sports, but okay. Okay, I'll be. I just watched the 1991 World Series with the Minnesota Twins. I mean, that's a, that was a great <laughs> series. That's, that's great baseball. And for me, I mean, being a Pens fan, at least I'm not worried about how the game turns out because I know so I can relax and watch the game and enjoy it. And unlike the, you know, like, unlike the first time I watched it where I was stressed about who's going to win it, eh, I don't care who's going to win it. I can just watch it for the game now. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, with two uh, two-year-olds at home, Matt, I... I would ask for your TV binge watch recommendations, but uh, do you get any free time to actually, you know, sit down and relax and watch TV? You know, it's um, more so than you would think. Um, we have we have kid TV time during the day, which is a lot of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, <laughs> and then in the evening time when kids go down, it's mom and dad time. 
so typically before the quarantine that time was actually didn't have a lot of spent time uh watching tv because that was the few times that my wife and i did get to see one another and got to just catch up talk see how are you how was your day what kind of things went on but obviously now since we spend all of our time together we don't feel as guilty uh sitting down to watch tv (laughs) so it you know it's we have a few different things that are kind of back and forth as far as um between the carriers like netflix and hulu and whatnot um i know we just recently finished the what was it called you uh on netflix um really interesting take about a I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a guy who just is kind of <laughs> commits crime and ends up killing people, but he swears he's doing it all for their benefit. And what I, it, it, my wife found it typically that's how things are found on Netflix is my wife will flip through something. She'll read it and she'll say, we're going to watch this and we'll put it on. I might grumble a little bit about it, but lo and behold, she always seems to find a good one and I'll watch it and go, Oh wow, that's really good. Um, but, uh, our latest binge, believe it or not, has been throwing it back to the nostalgic days uh, from when I was growing up, um, and we we're watching old reruns of Step by Step and Saved by the Bell. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of corny, but I tell you what, that was that was that to me that was great TV. Uh, when you tune in uh, back in the day, you'd watch all those characters, and you know you'd wait for TGI Friday. And, TGIF or whatever, you know, the, or the Saturday morning lineup with all the different shows that they would have, you know, and it just, it, it's a, it's a different kind of TV, but it's good stuff. So. Brings you back to your youth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Although I will say yeah. if there's one go-to that I always have, no matter what I'm doing, a lot of people listen to music and stuff when they're whatever. I like, uh, I tend to like, I, I love movies. I tend to like movies and shows on the background. So for me, Parks and Rec, Parks and Recreation is hands down number one. I've probably watched the series 12 times. I got the DVD set. I've got it uh, all. I mean, it's just, it does not matter. I'll throw that on. That's a sure winner. <laughs> yep. I, I've i had a lot of chance to catch up on movies when doing this thing too. And, you know, and, and for me, I'll, 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 I'll watch, I'll watch some of the things, but, you know, it'll, I think it was like told, told Brittany last week, like TCM had their, they had to cancel their, um, their film festival this year because of everything going on. And so they did it on the TV this year. And it was actually pretty, you know, they, they showed some of the great cla- classics like Casablanca and, and some of those old classic movies that, that they specialize in. But it was, you know, for me, that was great. So I just sat there and watched some of those and had it playing all in the background. It was good for me. So, but yeah, I need that. I need that noise in the background too. Sometimes music, sometimes TV. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. If it's on, and I I enjoy watching, I'll keep it on, and even you know, take a break from work a few seconds and just watch, especially the favorite parts of it. Mm-hmm. I guess it was last Friday. Uh, we did a Sweet Sixteen segment that was uh, quite long with uh, Tim Gallo. Uh, that was about like movies and stuff. It, we're probably about at the end of doing our Sweet Sixteen, but it's something that we do with all of all of our guests here on the podcast, Matt. And essentially, I'll give you mashup or matchups of various categories, and you can rate them bracket format. Okay. Today's category that I think we're going to do is 
burgers from mainly fast food restaurants, uh, unless you tell me that you're vegan, <laughs> then I'll need a new category. No way. Oh, no way. Okay. <laughs> you never know. So, um, these are going to be restaurants, but you're mainly, you're rating them on your favorite burger from that place. So, like the first one, for example, I we have McDonald's versus Checkers. Now, Checkers has like several burgers, you know, some of them have bacon, some of them like others. And then, of course, like you got, you know, the McDonald's like Big Mac or the Quarter Pounder. Um, if you have a favorite burger from that particular restaurant, you know, like, you know, if you prefer like the Big Mac, for example definitely let us like know what what burger is winning but if you have like a general if it's just like a general overall then just give me the name of the restaurant sounds good hopefully i've hopefully i've gotten to a majority of them i've I've had my fair share but i know i always i always run into something where someone said oh i've ate there and i'm like i've never heard of that place (laughs) (laughs) these are pretty general most of them are what i'd consider like fast food except for like a couple couple dine-in places that are known for burgers so starting off so uh mcdonald's versus checkers can't beat a big mac <laughs> never understood the extra bread yeah well i know and that's just my personal preference i know most people love the big macs yeah. okay so next we have a uh, red robin versus shake shack two solid choices i don't know if i could isolate a burger uh, from either one, so I'd just have to kick it to Red Robin as a whole, because they've got a good lineup of burgers. That's true. They do have a bigger selection than, like, Shake Shack's, like, one burger. Dairy Queen versus Steak and Shake. Pick a burger. doesn't matter. Dairy Queen all day. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy Queen might have, like, a shot like it did in maybe yeah. one of our first Sweet 16s. It might have a shot. In the chicken tender world, yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing that, uh, listening to that one with, with Dairy Queen winning out. I agreed with it. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid chicken tenders. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a college roommate all four years of college that uh, their family owned uh, five Dairy Queens. So if I didn't uh, throw any love there, he may be uh, having some choice words with me afterwards on a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Mm, gotta love the Dairy Queen. Uh, okay. Fuddruckers or In-N-Out? Real tough, because obviously at Fuddruckers, you've got the ability to build the burger the way you want, but In-N-Out Burger, I mean, it's just, yeah, it, I, it, I've only had them a few times. I lived in Arizona for a short stint, and I just remember thinking, this is this is fantastic. I mean, just their basic double cheeseburger was phenomenal, so mm-hmm. I think I, I, I think I got to go to them. I mean, don't, I, I love building my own burger, but In-N-Out's just got something different. So. Yeah, In-N-Out. I know. I don't know what they do to it. They definitely do something to it. I'm not quite sure. Pretty darn good. Um, oh, Wendy's versus Culver's. Ooh. <laughs> tough, tough choice. Wendy's, I think I'm going to have to go with Wendy's Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. I know it's smaller, but I, just something about that. The price point is right, and that, those you can pound like four or five of them. I mean, it's just... It, it, that's, that's a solid burger right there. So. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the ratio to bun to meat. It really doesn't matter how like big it is. <laughs> I do think Wendy's overall would probably like win on my side like two. Culver's buns are better because they like 
actually butter their buns and yeah, butter burgers. I mean, I, I agree with you there, but I guess if I'm going to go to something that I can rely on consistently and whatnot, you just can't go wrong with the Wendy's. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see here. Next is Burger King versus Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's, depending on where you are. First, when you said Burger King, I was instantly going to throw it to the Whopper, but then when you paired it up against Carl's Jr., boy. (laughs) Some of these are tough pairings, yeah. You know, they, uh, I think, got a really good pairing. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna think I'm gonna take the Hardee's Carlos Jr. just because they've got a they've got a good Frisco burger that's good, and you know they were one of those first ones that came out with the what was it the six dollar burger? I think they used to do those old commercials or whatnot and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a solid burger. It's a real good eat. It's always fresh. So mm-hmm. I and I kind of even consider that an upset maybe because I mean Whopper and Burger King. I mean those two are you know, mm-hmm. you know yeah. that says it usually says it all right there, but. That's what I was almost going to say, Matt, is that that might be our first, like, true upset or, you know, we might have some outraged listeners on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one for me. I don't, that would almost depend on, like, the mood and stuff. I I might swing it to, swing it to Hardee's and stuff. I mean, you can't beat some of their, some of their big, big burgers. Um, okay, for the next match, we have Sonic versus White Castle. I've honestly never in my life had White Castle, and <laughs> I I live around I live around it. I see it, and it's tough for me to gauge because one side of the conversation says, "Oh, they're fantastic," and the other side of the conversation has has told me, "If you want to hate yourself, you can go to White Castle." So whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> um, so just for the sake of experience, I guess I would have to say Sonic. You know, I mean, they've it's. You know, they, they always have pretty good food and, you, you know, you can't beat that drive up style eating. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sorry to any White Castle lovers out there, I guess. I'm just, you know, I gotta be, I gotta be fair. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely an upset for me. I definitely, I definitely consider myself like a White Castle fan. I think, Al, you hate White Castle though, right? Yeah, not if, I'd, I'd, I'd give it to Sonic. I'd give it to Sonic. And see, I, you know, I feel like I have skin in the game because, like, that was my first, that was my first job was Sonic. That's, that's, that's where it started, folks. <laughs> so, so, but, uh, I guess I should be happy that they're, they're coming out on top there. Okay, and then for our last, uh, first round match, we have Whataburger versus Five Guys. Five Guys, no questions, next subject (laughs) (laughs) okay then uh okay let's see here round two we have mcdonald's uh big mac i believe you said versus red robin like i said before you can't beat a big mac it's it's a great (laughs) burger i'm gonna keep it going (laughs) Oh, Red Robin, who based their franchise around burgers, is going to be so disappointed. <laughs> no, I guess I guess I won't get any endorsement deals from them. But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And then we have Dairy Queen versus In and Out. Oh, oh, oh. you sure this isn't a championship, man? Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, that's tough. 
I mean, oh, I guess I'd have to single out one burger to make it a fair fight and say I'm going to put in and out burgers in general up against like the flamethrower of Dairy Queen just because that, that burger is just the right amount of spice. It's good. It's thick. It's in your face. But I still just, like you said, the something about, I don't know what they do, but something about In-N-Out burgers. Just, and, and I'm simple. Anytime I've gone there, it's just been a double cheeseburger. But it's just, it's it's so good. It's, it's the right portion. It's, you know, sorry to my college roommate. You know, I still love you and I still love Dairy Queen, but I'm going to have to knock you out and give it to In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Dairy Queen can't win on everything and stuff. So if you want, you know, and if you want ice cream, then Dairy Queen's going to win. But this is just a burger challenge. So that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. Um, On the other side of the bracket, we got um, Wendy's versus Hardee's. See, now here's where I have to remember that it's we're, we're talking just burgers. We can't talk about values or dollar menus or deals or frosties or anything like that. we got to focus just on the burger. Mm-hmm. So to be fair, I'm still going to have to give it to Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Uh, they just, they, it's a good burger. It's thick. It's fresh. It's, uh, I don't know. I think if you're going to give me the choice between one or the other any day, I'm going to probably take that one. So. Okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, last in the second round, we have Sonic versus Five Guys. Yeah, Five Guys. It's, you know, they're, they're gonna, I, I, I see them going, I see them going maybe all the way, or we'll see who they end up with, <laughs> with the bracket, but it's just, you know, that's a, that's a great, great burger. You know, a little freedom to build your own there, too. You know, I tend to throw everything on the burger, you know, just every, all those ingredients across the board, but that's just a good burger, so. Keep mm-hmm. them going. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're we're in uncharted territory here because, I mean, my, you know, the, the White Castle was, like, my number one seed. So, you know, it's just they got beat out first round. So we're already, <laughs> we're already talking <laughs> upsets here. So, um, okay. So we have McDonald's versus In-N-Out. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> uh. Man, maybe we can uh, just uh, take the Corona approach and not declare a winner. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. God, you know, uh, I, I, I just don't. I, I don't even know. This is, this is really, really tough. I, uh, my instinct says, you know, go with what you know, go with what your roots are, and kind of like how you mentioned skin in the game with Sonic. McDonald's was my first job. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I definitely feel some pull there, but again, in and out burger is just a different kind of burger. So I'm going to do the unthinkable and take, uh, take McDonald's out of it and have in and out move on. Oh, wow. What I do you think? I, <laughs> oh, I, you know, it's been so long since I had a burger. I'm, I'm just going to stay out of this conversation. <laughs> I, am, I, I am I am you know getting hungry thinking about it but uh but like you I I worked I worked at McDonald's too my first job and so sort of tends to be the way ten, well then again I used to make McDLTs that they don't even have anymore and we used to make them very special you know you talk to the people back there cooking for your for your, for your lunch and you have a special McDLT made so it is what it is days of yore yeah 
<laughs> I mean, I feel like places where, you know, there's McDonald's on one side of the street and an In-N-Out on the other, I would say the majority of the time you're going to go to the In-N-Out, you know, it's just, it's not readily available everywhere. Great. Whew, it's tough. Still recovering from that one. Okay. On the other side, we have Hardee's versus Five Guys. Yeah. This is where Hardee's meets the end of the road because Five Guys is Five Guys has got to push on. You know, I mean, it's just that's that's a that's a. I don't care if you've had it one time a month or if you've had it one time a week. You know, I can I can go back there. That's no problem. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, the final the final matchup then is In and Out versus Five Guys. Yeah, that's what I feared. That's exactly what I feared. <laughs> in my opinion, if you're going to have a championship, this is what a championship should come down to. <laughs> Holy moly. Man, oh man. Well, let's see here. If we just break it down to a burger then. You know, I said my go-to, go-to burger was just a double cheeseburger whenever I went to In-N-Out. And if we go to Five Guys, I like to throw it all on there and get the whole flavor. So... <sighs> We're going to have to give it to In-N-Out. Big shocker, even for me, but I'm going to give it to In-N-Out. Wow. wow. Yeah, that, that, does shock, that, that is shocking. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, and I don't even have a justification for why. I just, uh, I, I wish I did. I'll probably, you know, 10 minutes after this is all over, think, man, you're dumb. Why did you say that? You should have said something <laughs> else. But that's what I'm going with. Or it could no, be that I'm, out. you know, feeling hungry and one of those two just sound really yeah, good right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so, you know, it's, it's that uh, it's that last game-changing buzzer shot, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Well, there you, there you have it, everyone. In-N-Out is our best burger chain. I can't believe it. <laughs> my 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 sheet that I keep track of this on actually has like almost like outrageous like emojis on it but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you, you never know what's going to happen here on exactly. on our sweet 16. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Well, I think with that I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the issue window um it's been a blast having uh having you on today matt really appreciate it thank you very much i've uh really really enjoyed uh the time getting to talk to you guys well we appreciate you mm-hmm. coming out coming to talk to us matt it's been great you've uh you've been a big great guest for us and uh you know hopefully we'll all get out on the other side of this coronavirus and get a chance to meet up and talk and face to face soon yeah, I I look forward to it. I'm I'm confident we will. We all just gotta can't live in fear, you know. Gotta gotta remain hopeful and ready to get back to it. So. Mhm. Yep. For uh, everybody listening at home, I will you know see you back here for uh, another episode. But until then, uh, hope you all stay safe and stay sane. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.